New day, new you. Wake your ass only. Strong, 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 strong. Monday through Friday. Fucking gratitude. Be mindful. You're listening to May I Elaborate? Daily wisdom from me, J.B. Smooth. Hmm. I want to talk to you all today about an epidemic that we Americans face in private and silence every fucking day. Ill-fitting clothes. <laughs> now, you may be thinking, what the fuck are you talking about, JB? Normally, you go deep on some real topics and important issues that people deal with. Why the fuck would you choose to do a fucking fluff piece on some damn ill-fitting clothes? And to that I say, your ass needs to trust me. A lot of times on this podcast, I give you the answers to questions you didn't even know you had. And here comes another example of that. The question you're not asking is, why are people wearing shit that doesn't fit? The answer is, a lot of people are not okay with their fucking size. Hmm. Maybe they used to be thinner and, and put on some weight. So now all that shit is tight as fuck. They haven't re-upped. They haven't re-upped their closet. They can't even walk in the walk-in closet. God damn it. Buttons straining and seams about to fucking pop. Zippers can't stay the fuck up. And why won't this person buy some new clothes? Nothing wrong with being big. Just make sure your shit fit. That's all. God damn it. Don't be squeezing into shit. And, and, and five fucking years later, all that motherfucker has in his closet is some worn out small clothes and a bunch of sweat fucking suits. Oh, man. Miles, every time I think about a sweatsuit, I think about Al Sharpton. Oh, remember that dude? He used to kill them sweatsuits. That's all he would wear, sweatsuits. What's somebody seen my nice suit, nice three-piece? But, but that's funny because Al Sharpton used to be a little heavier and he always wore the sweatsuit, but then he lost the weight. Now he wears, he wears suits. He wears tailored suits. You can't catch his ass in a goddamn sweatsuit. I, I relate. You know, my, my weight is going up and down. So I definitely... You just, you just don't, you keep believing I'm going to lose the weight. And then you go, I don't want to go to the Husky. You know, when I was a kid, uh, we had Husky section. I don't know people yeah. old enough. To remember, that you had to go to a Husky. Yeah, yeah, the Husky section. They, that was terrible. I, and it said Husky. Like, it could have just said a little bigger. It didn't have to say Husky. Miles, I saw it one time. It was so offensive. It said Chunky and Funky. I said, what the fuck does that mean? Wow, that's yeah, they were. I, I couldn't believe it, Miles. I couldn't believe they had a section called Chunky and Funky. Well, that's just a, a mean store owner. That's a mean ass store owner, man. Why, why would you put that up there? Yeah, Miles, they they was so inappropriate. You know, they had petite. And he he had another sign that said uh, Skinny Penny, Skinny Penny section. What the fuck is that? Chunky, funky, and Skinny Penny. I said, this dude, this fucking store is so inappropriate. All right, so you got this person. Afraid to, yeah, buy clothing. I get it. I get them. Yeah. And look here. I get what the motherfucker was saying five years ago. But the flaw in that person's hypothesis was that they fat shamed themselves and their potential wardrobe. They were sitting there at that weight, shaming the fuck out of it. They clearly didn't want to be there. And that's okay. Sometimes we find ourselves at places we don't want to be. But one of the hardest things to do is to try to leave a place when you don't even know where the fuck you're at. How, how the fuck is that damn Uber supposed to find you if you don't know where the fuck you at? They'll call you and say, I don't see When you. that Uber shows up, if you haven't taken a recent picture, they're not going to pick your ass up. 
Don't have your 180-pound photo on there when you're currently pushing 340. Come on now. Update your shit and, and, and take that damn Uber to Barney's big man stylish suits and celebrate yourself. Never been there. I've never been there either. I'm sure it's fucking nice. Yeah. To that miles. You got to celebrate yourself. See yourself, be yourself. If you want, change yourself. But don't ever be ashamed of yourself. Wow. you Of late, I feel like you've been a catchphrase machine. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Can you say that again? Yeah, Miles. I can say it again. See yourself, be yourself. And if you want, change yourself. But don't ever be ashamed of yourself. They should teach that in school. Yeah. Of course they should, Miles. Yeah. Hey, Miles, have you ever ran in a, a, a three-legged big man suit race? No. Oh, I fucking love those. You put a big man suit on and a three-piece suit and you both get in it and, and you run and you race each other. Uh, I don't think that's a thing. It is a thing, Miles. People love it. I, I say we uh, hang that in the closet and start the show. Pocket squares, everything, Miles. It's fucking beautiful. Hi, Miles, and thanks for joining us for a new day of May. I elaborate daily wisdom from J.B. Smooth. Every day we discuss a quote from a daily calendar to see if J.B. can squeeze even more wisdom and inspiration out of it. Today's quote comes from the calendar... Zen. A single event can awaken within us, a stranger totally unknown to us. To be alive is to be slowly born. And that's by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. And for those of you are keeping score at home, I hope that was close enough. I don't speak French. So what do you think about that quote, JB? Mm, I like it. I'm, I'm going to say it again to myself. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it out loud, but say it to myself and to my, and to my listeners and shit. Yeah. A, a single event can awaken within us a stranger totally unknown to us. To be alive is to be slowly born. God dang, I love this. Yeah, this one is, uh, I think we've had some very straightforward ones of late. I feel this one is a little bit more complex, a little more layered. I love it. I love layered. Like a layered cake. I love a layered cake too. Let's slice it up when we come back. Let's do it. Welcome back to May I Elaborate, Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smoove. The quote we're looking at today is, a single event can awaken within us a stranger totally unknown to us. To be alive is to be slowly born. Hmm. Here's where I'm going to go at with this one. I'm already feeling it on my skin. All right, good. You ever look back at the time, this goes for you, Miles, and anybody out there, an earshot of this fucking podcast. Oh, I'm glad I'm involved in this one. Yeah, I like, I like pulling you in sometimes, man. You don't look back at a time in your life when you did some shit that you would have never expected yourself to do. I mean, you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Where did that come from? Where the fuck was that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Like maybe it's a story of how you met your wife. You were at a down point in your life. Maybe you were in between jobs. People say in between jobs because they think it sounds better than saying you ain't got no fucking job. But I don't know about that. I mean, in between something, it's a fucked up place to be. If you find yourself between a rock and a hard place, odds are your ass is going to get crushed. True. Or if you're a french fry and you fall between a car seat and a gear shifter, your ass is gone forever. Yeah, until, like, if you buy someone's used car, then you find it. So I don't know that being in between jobs is such a good fucking thing. The middle seat in the middle of a fucking plane that is stuck in the middle of the fucking tarmac it's a terrible-ass place to be. You don't want to be in the middle. You don't want to be in the fucking middle. 
Okay, I feel like you that you proved that point. That's not in the quote. The quote is, a single event can awaken within us a stranger totally unknown to us to be alive as to be slowly born. You started getting there with, uh, who the fuck was that? So where do you go with that, though? Get back there. So, so oh, yeah. So, so your ass was in between jobs, collecting unemployment, and, and, and fucking barely finding an excuse to wear something besides dirty-ass sweatpants or even, or even to leave your fucking house. But one day, you're laying on that couch watching some damn reality show where you see people living their best fucking lives. And you decide, fuck this. I want to take myself on a, on a motherfucking date and live my best damn life. So you get dressed up and you go to a fancy-ass restaurant that you can't afford, but fuck it. You got about $400 available on your credit card, so you decide what the hell. And deep down inside you says, Michael, who the fuck are you? You go to that restaurant by yourself and, and, and you don't sit at the bar, you get a table for one. You've never done that before. Who the fuck are you? Then a, a little a, a little bit later, a couple sits at the next table to you and you can't help but notice the lady at the table. You actually make eye contact with her. You smile at her and she smiles back. Who the fuck are you? Wow, and she's at the table with a, a person, and a guy perhaps. Goddamn right, Miles. For the rest of the night, Despite the fact that she's at the table with someone else, you keep checking her ass out. And she keeps checking you out. Eventually, the dude gets up and goes to the bathroom, and you take the opportunity to get your ass up and sit in his fucking chair. Who the fuck are you? Wow, that, that is ballsy. Woo! What? That's bold. You found out that that guy is only her brother, and before you know it, you've exchanged numbers. And six months later, you and that lady are married. Who the fuck are you? And seven months later, you and that lady are divorced. <laughs> After you catch her in bed with her brother. Who the fuck is she? Wow, that turned. What kind of wild shit is going on? Uh, stepbrother or not, I don't give a fuck. That's your brother. Yeah, that that's... Oh. Well, that's one of those don't let the end of the story ruin the beginning because I, I think people can relate to those runs in their lives where they just surprise themselves, right? They you they just kept being somebody new and and being proud of it. So Miles, there's nothing wrong with being somebody fucking new, Miles. Yeah. To revisit the motherfucking quote, Miles, the shit says, a single event can awaken within us a stranger totally unknown to us, Miles. That means that inside your ass right now is a motherfucker living inside you. Yeah. See, you are a fucking banana. You are a motherfucking banana. It, it, when you peel the bitch, it's still shaped like a fucking banana, Miles. Right. You just took this, you skinned it. You'd like it be if you took the skin off of a human. Miles, I seen an artist do this shit one time. He peeled a fucking banana, right? Then the motherfucker painted a fucking banana on the fucking banana. Uh-huh. Motherfucker. I said, you fucking genius. Is he? Yeah, man. Because he painted the motherfucker with food coloring, Miles. Right. So you can eat the motherfucking banana that's painted like a motherfucking banana, Miles. Couldn't you eat the banana before? No, Miles, you could, but Miles, the whole thing is, you, he painted the outside of a fucking banana and still made the fucking banana inside. See, I'm going by the quote, Miles. This motherfucker painted a banana outside of a banana on a fucking inside of a fucking banana, Miles. Right. Miles, it's the most amazing thing in the fucking world. I know a motherfucker, I know a motherfucker who painted socks on a motherfucker's real feet, Miles. Fucking amazing. Fucking beautiful. Fucking beautiful. Didn't do the job of what socks should normally do, though, I would imagine. It did, Miles. He he put his shoes on, and, and you can see his fucking sock. Yeah, you see the drawing of a sock. Yeah, Miles. 
People are fascinated by that shit. I, I could draw a Tesla, but I couldn't drive that drawing anywhere. No, Miles. But if you paint the fucking Tesla on the side of a fucking bigger car, you say, wow, look at that fucking Tesla parked next to that fucking van. See, you paint a Tesla on the side of a van, you're going to say, oh, shit. You back up far enough, Miles, you're going to see a Tesla parked next to a fucking van. If, 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 if the artist is good. Hey, a single event can awaken within us a stranger totally unknown to us to be alive is to be born slowly. Um, I think you really went through it with this person who surprised themselves every step of the way. I feel like there was a stranger in them that was being born and, uh, and, and, and they amazed themselves. How do you end this? Miles, that crazy shit aside, right? Yeah. That event at that goddamn restaurant awakened a person in you that you didn't know, but damn sure knew you. See? That stranger inside had been waiting for the chance, the fucking opportunity to be born. So never take for granted your own ability to surprise yourself. People often say to others, I I I didn't know you had it in you. See, I didn't know you had it in you. But it's not up to them to fucking know. You don't have the fucking ingredients labeled on your fucking side, do you? The fucking calories and and if it's gluten-free and shit, do you? Have that shit written on the side of you? No. Of course not. Your contents are a fucking mystery. You don't know what the fuck is in that goddamn can of you. No. A fucking wonderful-ass mystery is waiting for you to fucking explore. I, I, I like uh, that we're a wonderful mystery. That, that's what we should be. You, you want to be a wonderful mystery. And, I, and I, I like the idea that we get to surprise ourselves. Like, you always hear those stories about a car falling on a child and the mother, I don't know, you know, lifts the car up off their child. I don't know why there was a situation where a car could fall on a child and the mother would have, but the mother lifts the car up off of the child. Fuck yeah. But then sometimes you say, why don't they make cars already on the side? So you don't gotta ever do that shit. See? Cars are laying on the side? Yeah, and they put the wheels on the side and the, and the car rides around on the si- fucking side. See? But then it would, then the side would be the bottom. That's right. If you are prone to turning a car over, buy a car that already on the side. Yeah, but but if cars were built on on their side, then their side would become the bottom, and then you'd, you'd worry about it flipping over again. But if it flips over, Miles, it should have flipped over right side up again. See, you, you put wheels on the side and wheels on the original side. Cars need to have all sides. You know, you need to ride around in, in one of those balls. You, hey, Miles, you ever see the motherfuckers riding around? I mean, I, no, you, you see people going I'll be right back. Thanks for joining us on another episode of May I Laugh. Daily wisdom from JB Smooth. I want to give a special thanks to Work Publishing for letting us borrow from the Zen calendar. As always, we hope you have a good time and maybe we even inspired along the way. Before you go, please leave us a comment while you're at it. Great reviews on Apple Podcasts. And thanks for leaving so many of your favorite posts. Please continue to do so. Because we promise from time to time to pick a few and feature them on the show. Once again, I'm Miles and he's... I'm JB Smooth. And you got the samurai suit on and you walk down the street and keep bumping into motherfuckers. I love that shit. Samurais are supposed to be stealthy, though. Aren't they supposed to? Samurai wouldn't bump into somebody. They would. Fuck yeah, they would. If you got an inflatable suit on, you do what the fuck you want to do. Oh, those, those. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know if you know, 
At the end of the show, while you're talking, I do this whole thing where I, I thank, you know, the Workman Publishing and I do a whole thing. Oh, okay. Okay. So anyway, so, oh yeah, here's what I was at. I was talking about walking down the street with a fucking inflatable ass samurai suits on, bumping into people and shit on purpose. And motherfuckers like, hey, watch the samurai. Yeah, no, I didn't want you to tell me that. Uh, I was just letting you know. Watching fucking samurai. Or, or you get an artist to paint you into a samurai on the outside, but inside, you ain't a samurai. You ain't no goddamn samurai. You a regular ass dude. <laughs> fuck me, man. <laughs> or you would paint a bowling ball on the outside of a motherfucking cantaloupe. Motherfucker rolled that goddamn cantaloupe down that fucking bowling alley and that shit splattered everywhere and shit. But they we got you. We got you with the motherfucking bowling ball cantaloupe trick. Ah, goddamn, I love it. This has been a Team Coco production. <laughs>